Hello, my intelligent people. My name is Don Bingham, and welcome back to the Big Money Podcast, where every episode I do my best to motivate and convince you to be intelligent with your finances. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. As always, I got a really fun episode planned out for you guys, and this is actually step um, four in my path to building wealth from nothing. And I'm actually today going to talk about franchising. And it's a really popular business model. Typically, people franchise um, restaurants, like fast food restaurants, some nicer higher-end restaurants, like I'm sure you can franchise Chili's, Applebee's, Arby's, stuff like that. But um, it's a really fun topic that we're going to talk about today, but it is step four and not any of the first steps in this plan because it actually, I believe, takes the most amount of money to get into unless you're trying to skip straight on to commercial real estate investing this is pretty much the most expensive. Like, really, the cheapest that you can go is in the range of a hundred to a couple hundred thousand dollar initial investment, plus needing another hundred to two hundred thousand in available cash at any time. So it's definitely not cheap, but it's still accessible. If this is really what you want to do, you can, even if you don't have that money yet, because you can go to a bank and you can bring them a plan and you can get a loan. And this is the kind of thing that a bank will actually almost certainly give you a loan for as long as you don't have like horrible credit or anything like that. But this is a really fun strategy that anyone can do. You, you, you can be 18. You could have not even graduated high school yet. And this is something that you could actually get into if you have the money and the funds or the means to get the funds to get into it. And they can actually generate a, a, a lot of money. And it's something you can keep building on. You can get one location and then build on to two and then three four until you have a full empire of 50 100 people have thousands and then you're making your your if you have thousands you're a billionaire at that point but <laughs> it's something that anyone can do and it's really fun and it is considered passive income if you're not working there so if you were to say buy a taco bell restaurant and then hire all the appropriate people to make that restaurant function on a day-to-day basis and you don't have to go then it's like you're creating, you're, you're making an investment in order to create a passive income stream where, of course, you still have to do work. It's still it's a lot more work than real estate investing or ATMs or anything because you have to keep track of a lot. You have to initially do all your own payments. You have to pay royalties to the actual restaurant company that you're franchising. You have to pay them marketing fees. You have to pay all these different kinds of fees. So you have to be on your toes. You have to be ready for all of that. But it is a really smart way to get into it. So I've prepared some examples for you guys today just so that you can get a taste of the number side of it, of what these um, restaurants move, how much money they're making, and everything like that. So I'll share that with you guys um, right in a second here. So I'm just going to be showing you guys some examples of restaurants since that is the most popular um, type of company to franchise. However, keep in mind you can franchise almost anything. There are a lot of different kinds of things you can franchise, like AT and T stores or Verizon stores, or um, all kind of things that you would, all kinds of things that you wouldn't picture that you can franchise. Like I'm sure you can even franchise a 24-hour fitness or one of these other kinds of gyms. A bunch of different small businesses. Like typically, small business ownership is actually owning a small franchise in one of these businesses. And it's a lot better, in my opinion, than actually starting your own small business because you're already working off of a proven business model, a proven 
um, product that people actually like. You know they like. You know that there is a, cu a customer base out there for you as long as you choose the right area to put it in. But I'll get to that later. But anyway, I'll just start off on my um, list of examples that I have. And I'm just going to um, talk most expensive to least expensive. So I'll start with the most expensive price to get into and I'll get down to the least expensive for you guys. But first off, KFC is what I have and the price to start a KFC is a lot and you typically aren't going to be able to get into this off of purely alone. A lot of these more expensive ones you need more than just alone. You actually do need to have some of your own money. You have to have a certain net worth for a lot of these as well. So for a KFC it costs anywhere from 1.442 million dollars to 2.771 million dollars so it's going to cost you around like 1.52 million dollars realistically to start one of these restaurants and then your the yearly revenue i've found of a kfc is about a million dollars and the royalty and advertising fee that you have to pay every month is 9.5 percent so 9.5 percent of that um, yearly revenue is going to have to go to your royalty advertising fee and then a good rule of thumb is about 33 percent is going to go to your food and your supplies and everything that you have to buy on a regular basis and then another 33 percent roughly is going to go to your labor so what does that leave you with 66 percent plus about 10 so 75 and a half percent um, so you got about a 24.5% margin. So that means about 24.5% is going to be profit. So on average, roughly about 250000 or so of that yearly revenue is actually going to be profit. So that goes to you. That goes to anyone who's working for you, not, not the labor. That's already paid for. Anyone on the management team working for you, like accountants or anything like that. So it's not bad from one location. $250,000, 25% return in one year. As long as you choose the right location anyway. But um, So my next one on the list is Taco Bell. And it's going to cost you anywhere from $525,000 to $2.6 million to start. And they generally move about $1.288 million a year in annual revenue. So, And then your royalty and advertising fee is about 9.75%. So um, same rule of thumb, 33% goes to the labor, 33% goes to all your supplies, your food, and everything like that. So that, so that's going to leave you with about 310000 or so a year in estimated profit. So keep in mind, all of these are estimations because it's not going to be exactly 33 33 for all these restaurants. The only thing exact here is the royalty advertising fee, the average yearly revenue, and then the price to start. So I'll move on to McDonald's, which is a, a popular one that a lot of people are probably thinking about. And it's actually not too bad to get into compared to like KFC. It's about 433000 to $2.2 million to get one started. And you're going to need a net worth of over a million like most of these other expensive ones I've referred to. But royalty and advertising fees for that is going to be about 8% combined. And then using that same rule of thumb I've been talking about, that leaves you with about 624000 estimated yearly profit which is not, not bad at all, and it's definitely great passive income if you're not working there full-time, even if you are working there full-time. That's that's great money. And then Pizza Hut. We're getting, into, we're getting into slightly cheaper ones, but it still could be significant depending on your location. But it's going to be anywhere in the realm of 327000 to $2.25 million to get one of those started. And they make a yearly revenue of about eight uh, 855000 and then uh, you get 10.75% goes to fees. So that leaves you with about 
196,000, but Pizza Hut's are a lot easier to run than KFC, Taco Bell, or McDonald's, so you're not going to have to hire as many employees or be as on hands yourself. So, um, anyway, next on the list is Five Guys. Not expensive to get into. Not always a great one to start with, honestly. And the price starts anywhere from three hundred to five hundred thousand dollars, and the yearly revenue is actually more than Pizza Hut at about one point one million dollars, which those numbers go great together. That entry cost with that revenue, and then giving away 05 percent royalty and advertising fee, going to leave you with about two hundred eighty-four thousand a year in estimated profit. That's about fifty percent return your first year, so that's that's a great deal. That one looks attractive to me, but anyway. Domino's another big one. I'll bring up two more big ones. Then I got a smaller one for you guys that you should keep your eyes out, your eyes out for too. But anyway, prices start at Domino's. Pretty cheap. Anywhere from 100k to 560k. You're going to make about 650k a year in revenue. You're going to give away a little under 10% in advertising royalty fees. And your estimated profit after all that is about 157,000 a year. Off of that decently cheap initial investment. And then um last my list is Subway probably one of the cheaper franchises that you can start anywhere from 90k to 330k to start yearly revenue of about 450k 12.5 percent which is pretty steep in advertising and royalty fees so your estimated profit at the end of the day is about 94k so depending on your location depending on what your price to start was that's not too bad but definitely not moving as much product as the other places we've been talking about but um, anyway, back to that smaller one that I skipped over before. Um, it's actually called Pizza Press. Anyone in Southern California, Los Angeles area probably has heard of it. They're getting pretty big. They started in 2012, but at this point now in 2019, they have about 80 locations, a little more, I think, and they're growing rapidly. And it's a really smart place, a smart restaurant. If you've ever been there, you know. You go in, you set up your, you build your pizza kind of like you would a Subway sandwich, and then they put it in this special oven that is on a conveyor belt. So it, your pizza just goes down the conveyor belt, takes five minutes or so to get through the conveyor belt. You've already paid at that point, and then it's done. And they pack it up for you, and you take it, take it out, or you eat it there. It's smaller, it's thin crust, but it's really cheap. It's nine to ten dollars for a pizza. Definitely fills you up. But on the on the business end, very cheap to get into because very cheap um very cheap supplies dough really thin dough some basic cheese basic toppings all of that and the machinery it's pretty basic they have that big oven which is probably their most expensive piece of machinery in there i would assume i looked it up it's about ten thousand dollars that oven and there's a couple other big big ticket pieces like the dough press and the tap that they have and the oven fan or the vent and probably a couple other like like sinks and stuff in the back that I can't see. But anyway, to get into a pizza press, it's gonna cost between four hundred and seven hundred k a year. But they moved. They have decent numbers. Their yearly revenue is about six hundred k. They um, charge eight percent royalty and advertising fees combined, and they their estimated profits about two hundred thousand. So if you were able to get in on the cheaper end with four hundred fifty thousand dollars down. That is not bad estimated profit, not bad at all. So I would definitely look into um, starting that if you're in, if you're in uh, Southern California in that LA region that I was speaking of, or I'm sure that they're honestly trying to expand further. They they want people to start franchising it. They're rapidly expanding, so I would look into that if you want. But anyway, all of those other places are really cheap, 
and the ones I mentioned before that I didn't add on this list, like the AT&T stores, the Verizon stores, 24-hour fitnesses, the other type of businesses are sometimes really good for franchising. So you might want to look into that too. And if you really want to get creative, you could start your own small business or um, start a different, like start a second location of a different small business. And you could actually try and figure out how to franchise that. And that could actually make you a lot of money. (laughs) Think about it like a multi-level marketing company. If you're in on the ground floor, like first 10 or 20 people, you're going to get rich. Anybody else, they're just going to be normal. They're going to make a bunch of money, but they're going to be normal. Okay, let's go back to franchising, not multi-level marketing, but in franchising, all the rest of the people, they're going to make a lot of money. But if you're on the ground floor, you're going to make a lot of money. So you might want to look into doing something like that. It's not a bad idea. Or like I said before, starting your own small business and then franchising that. Like some good friends of mine, they have a company called My Catering Concierge, and it's a catering company that does corporate catering. So they'll like um, come and cater your company lunch and like feed your whole like hundred person organization or however many. And um, they're making great money. They just, they started three to four years ago, forgot exactly, but they just crossed the threshold this year of over a million dollars in revenue already. And it's only, um, only April now, almost May, but yeah, they, they got, they made about, I think they made 80,000 this April alone in revenue, of course, not profit, but my point here is that they are actually their strategy is to um, franchise it and let other people open their own my catering concierges around the country and no telling if that's going to work but if it does they're going to make themselves a lot of money so that could always be something you want to look into but um, the reason this is my step four like I said it's more expensive but it's really smart it's not a bad idea to get into it all and if you have the money, if you're already in real estate, ATMs, you're trading stocks, doing everything, and you already have a decent income, a decent passive income coming in, you could start something like this and then try and hire um, the rest of the employees to work there so you don't actually have to work there. And then it'll take a hit on your profit, but that's okay. It's worth it if you already have the passive income from other places coming in because then, boom, it's just a check coming in every month for however much. Let's say if it's a pizza press, 200000 it's all yours. It's... It's a check for $150,000, $170,000 every, every year. I don't know off the top of my head what that divides into a month, but that is a decent amount of passive income for not doing anything. So I would definitely look into this. It's not a bad idea. It actually, um, my professor, she was speaking about a student that she helped mentor who graduated college about three years ago, and she immediately went to the bank, got a loan for a Domino's, she bought a Domino's, worked there full-time. Location was doing fabulous. Now, three years after that or so, she has four Domino's, and she's making great money, over 250000 a year, doing great, Continues continuing to open more Domino's, and it's just started her life as a franchisee, and it's something that anybody can do. It's really exciting and really fun, and it's not, um, it's not going to work every day. That's my that's my biggest thing about this podcast. I just want to make sure everyone knows that that going to work every day at your regular desk job is not the only way to do things. It's not the only way to make a lot of money or get successful. And I just feel like I'm surrounded by people all the time, and a lot of us are, that just want to get a job. That That's what they're trying to do. They've just been in the system for so long, not thinking about anything except the system and getting good grades so they could get into a good college, so that they could get into a good company, so that they could work their way up the ranks in that company their whole life, but that's just not the path that you have to take, and I want people to know that. 
Like, if you've read Rich Dad Poor Dad, like I advise, then you know that's not the path to take. They're much smarter paths. They give you a lot more freedom, give you a lot more money, and will eventually make you, I believe, a happier person. And that's what I want to do. I just want to make sure that nobody is trapped in a job because they need to pay bills or whatever they need to do. I just want people to know that there is a way out. There is different paths that they can take. And if they have the drive to just sit down three hours a day and just learn about any of the things I've talked about, it will change their life. I know people in the stock market making 500000 a year, and all they're doing is sitting down at 9 o'clock in the morning, trading stocks till 10 a.m., and then stopping five days a week. And they're making a solid four or five times what a bunch of other people I know that are full-time jobs are making. And he, my friend, um, Dan, that I'm talking about, I, I won't mention his last name, but Dan, he, um, he's, he's 25 and he's one of the happier people I've seen. He's, he's living his dream and it's because he's not getting sucked into what the system is trying to teach him how to do. And that's what, like I'm saying, that's just what I want everyone to understand after listening to this podcast that there's so many different paths that you can take the younger you are the better but really at any age there's so many paths that you can take and um all right i mean that's that's the gist of what i have to say about franchising but it's really interesting i hope a lot of people get some value out of this and actually look into franchising and seeing if they this is something they're interested in but Anyway, as always, if you have any questions or want to reach out to me, the link to my Facebook page is on my profile on Podbean, so check that out and reach out to me if you need to. Um, Thank you, and check back in next time.